and we are live with another edition of SEC Tavern Talk. And yes, it's uh, October, and football is getting crazy. Um, I'm joined by my co-host Rob McNew. Rob, what is going on, my man? It's good to have you back, JB. Missed you on last week's podcast. You too, Wes. Yeah, good to be back. Yeah, and if you can't hear, that's uh, our long-haired friend, Wes Mewborn, who is still currently a guest on the show. Um, I'm a regular contributor. A regular contributor, yeah. You're what like would a... Facebook call that? <laughs> huh? I said, what would Facebook call that? You know, because they have, like, oh, rising gosh. stars. Rising star, yeah. Missing context. <laughs> well, you know, like, they, they all... Like on Fox News, they'll say, this is a Fox News contributor, such and such. So that, that that's what you are. You're a, a Tavern Talk contributor. That's, that's fair. I'll take it. Okay. Instead of a, instead of a guest. I guess that could be a step up from, from a guest. Okay, I'm derailing. Um, let's move on to uh, Rob. What is on tap for today's Tavern Talk? You know we always start with recaps. No, really? <laughs> I don't know. Do you, do you want to recap our game? I haven't been on in so long, man. I don't know. I don't remember what we do. Now, um, do I want to recap? No, I do not want to recap. <laughs> I didn't even want to finish watching it, but I did because it's my team. I'll, I'll say this for that game. I have no love or respect lost for Sam Pittman or the Hawks. Despite the result of that game, I'm not like most of the fans right now saying Arkansas is overrated or blah, blah, I still think they're a really good team. I still think they'll finish at least third in the West. Um, I, I don't take anything away from them. They're just, I mean, they run the 3 3 5 defense to take away the, the, the long pass. Georgia just took what the, they gave them and ran on them all day. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't, I was a little surprised that it was 37 or nothing, but I knew that the game had the potential for that. Cause let's, I mean, I, I made no bones about it. I, I tried really hard to not be a Homer fan, but Georgia's staying good this year. Like, Unless I'm just seeing something that's, you know, not there, but they have all the signs of being really good this year. And the defense is probably the best defense in the country. I mean, it may be one of the best defenses I've ever seen. Um, I saw some comparing it to 2011 Alabama defense. Um, I mean, you can say what you want about that. I'm just saying, I'm not necessarily doing that. I'm just saying, I saw someone compared to that. Um, I, I think Arkansas Ole Miss is going to be an interesting game. Uh, I'm not going to make a pick on that yet, obviously. But uh, I think that the left is Alabama, Ole Miss, and Arkansas, and then a drop off. Like, I think those teams are talented. Um, so, despite the 37 to nothing win, 
I don't I don't have any anything lost for Arkansas there. Yeah, um, and I'll I'll say this: um, there are a lot of people outside of the conference that don't completely understand, um, but like in in a group that shall not be named, somebody had mentioned about number eight in the country uh, getting smoked right now, um, saying that they were overrated, and I'm like, oh yeah, well, let's just forget about the fact that they played the best defense in the country and that their starting quarterback was really banged up and was a game-time decision, but they went with him anyway. So he wasn't 100%. And, like, <laughs> there was just so many factors. The fact that it was away. And, but then I said, I said, you know, if somebody like, if that same thing happened to, you know, Ohio State or Notre Dame or whatever, um, it happens all the time. I've seen it happen to Clemson. I've seen it happen to Ohio State. And, yeah, we think they're overrated because we've always thought they were overrated. But that in and of itself doesn't make you overrated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, it's just there's a lot of factors in it. But also, it could also mean that um, the committee got it right with just having the top four playoff system because there seems to be a pretty big drop off after the top four teams like um we played the number two team in the nation and they beat the pants off of us um are we a top 10 contender maybe i don't know um we certainly beat the pants off of texas who has just been destroying people ever since um I say the same thing about A&M, and A&M just lost. I think we just derailed A&M season, to be honest. I think they're a lot better team th th than Mississippi State, in my opinion. Um, so, I, any, anyway, I, I I have no um, – I'm kind of indifferent to it. I, I, I did not expect it to be that kind of a blowout. However, I did expect for us to lose, even though I picked them. I, I, picked, them, I picked them because of my heart. I, I – it was it was kind of like, you know, we I felt like we did have a chance to win, so I would hate to not pick them and then win, and I would I would rather pick them and lose than not pick them and win. You know what I'm saying? Actually, no, that's not true. That's not true. I would rather win, <laughs> <laughs> but I would kick myself if we won and I didn't pick them. So, um, well, something we were talking about last week when uh, Hansel was on uh, that. Uh, there is more parity this year than we've seen in a long time. And, and I don't mean from, you know, I think there's some clear, as at least right now, some clear top teams. But you don't see, you know, Ohio State's not what they usually are. And Oklahoma's not as good as they usually are. You don't really know. The only two that you're really like, hey, they're making the playoffs right now in theory, is Alabama and Georgia. Those are the two that everyone's thinking right now. People are saying Oklahoma, but, I mean, I, I, we're not making a pick on this because it's not an SEC game, because sorry to our guys in Tavern, but <laughs> the Red River crap out is not SEC game. So I think Texas is going to win that game. Sorry, JB. It's not a fan vote. I'm just saying I think they're going to win that game. I think Oklahoma's got a lot of issues this year. Texas is not actually not terrible. Uh, I'm not going to say they're good, 
but <laughs> Arkansas stuck it to them, which we all enjoyed. Um, most of us. <laughs> but I do think there's more parity this year, and you're not sure of what. So, so it makes it hard to pick games, but there's a little more excitement this year, I think. Uh, I picked Kentucky to win last week. Most people didn't. Um, I was high on them from the very beginning of the year. I think their biggest problem is turnovers. They didn't do that against Florida. They they were uh, equal on turnovers, one-to-one. Whether as uh, they were minus nine before Florida. So that's their biggest issue. But anyway, my point is, is this is an interesting year. I'm enjoying it. Um, <clears throat> although I find it really funny that a lot of the people that are saying dogging Arkansas are saying they're overrated or are your Tennessee fans and your, you know, all the teams that, of the, all the fans that are deemed that are irrelevant. Yeah. So, like, yeah, for sure. I mean, to me, that's what's really funny. Like, dollar fans even. Or dog in Arkansas, I'm like you're gonna get beat down by Arkansas, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and you're also gonna get beat down this Saturday, so you know. But not like I'm making a pick yet or anything. <laughs> um, but can we speaking of Tennessee? Can we just talk about? how ridiculous their fans have been acting like they're not still a complete dumpster fire. <laughs> like you beat Missouri. Woohoo, way to go. You must be back. Oh wait, no, you're not Texas. <laughs> like they're still a dumpster fire. They're still low down. There's still some snitches. Like That that was a weird Weird beatdown that I was not expecting, to be honest, though. Um, what? Huh? What weren't were you expecting? I mean, I thought Missouri would win the game, or at least... Oh, you meant... Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't think anybody expected Tennessee to, to beat them that badly. Sorry, I didn't realize where you were going with that. Yeah, they beat them by 40 points almost. My gosh. Like, I just... I, I did not see that one coming. Um, well, I don't think anybody did, but I think... I thought Missouri was better than they are, but at the same time, like, um, Tennessee's kind of like, we got nothing to lose at this point, I think, because everyone expects them to suck, whereas people were actually thinking Mizzou might be good, but Mizzou has lost to how many teams now? I think they lost. So they're second or third. Third. That's what I thought. And then they lost to Kentucky. Boston College the week before. Boston College, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, is that three weeks in a row? No, they they beat Southeast Missouri State in between there. (laughs) So, I think Missouri is just... Not good? Yes, but I also think they're just like, why try anymore this year? And, you know, I think Tennessee at this point is like, we got nothing to lose. We're a bunch of underdogs that no one thinks is going to do anything, so let's just go out there and have fun. And they did. They had a lot of fun, obviously, because they had 62 points, which no one saw, except for one person in the tavern. 
which I won't <laughs> name on this podcast, but yeah, we won't name. We all know who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, that's all I can say about that. It's just I'm I'm gonna laugh when Tennessee fans get up and high and mighty, and then they place the rest of the schedule. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to them getting knocked off their, uh, I would say high horse, but I mean, saw horse, that's kind of what they're on, like they're, (laughs) they don't really have anything to sit on, um, because they haven't done anything in 20 years, so, um, yeah, we'll just knock them off their saw horse. Um, Wes, do you have anything to share about your... Barn burner of a game in Tuscaloosa this past week? Well, um, I'm fresh out of popcorn. Uh, I had it ready for Saturday, and uh, turns out <laughs> it was a good time to have popcorn ready because that was, that was fun if you're a Bama fan. Um, but in, uh, in, in all seriousness, I was more impressed by uh, Brian Robinson than I have in a while. Um, I don't – I don't think that Alabama is a great team at this point. I think we've just gelled and had some really good games, if that makes sense. Like Brian Robinson, for example, I I look at him and I think Bo Scarborough almost, right? Um, Jace McClellan is like almost Damian Harris. So we've got guys that remind me of great running backs that we've had, but they're just not at that level yet. Um, we don't have um, the same stable of receivers that we've had. Mechie's good, uh, really good. Slade Bolden is okay. Uh, Jamison Williams is fantastic when you get him in open space, but he hasn't been as productive, say, with the crossing routes and, and some of the slants like we used to see out of Devontae Smith and uh, Jalen Waddle, those guys. So I think we're progressing, and to have a game as dominant as we did um, last week, as early in the season as it is, is a good sign. Um, but that said, um, we got a long way to go. Um, but to to your point uh, about the parity, Rob, I'd, I'd look at the rankings, and it really reminds me of uh, was it 2004 when it was USC and Oklahoma wire to wire one and two. Like if you look from three to 10 in the top 10, if Alabama or Georgia is playing any of those teams next week, I don't think any of them is less than a double digit favorite in those games. And I don't think anybody would be surprised if Alabama beat the pants off of Penn state or Georgia whooped Iowa on a neutral field. Right. And you can go right down the list because you either have really good teams that um, have been inconsistent. Uh, so like your Iowa's and Penn States that are up there in the mix, but we haven't seen them there in years, or you've got teams that have been there, but haven't done enough to stay like Ohio state losing to Oregon, uh, those kinds of teams. So I think the the parody um, really is going to set the stage for a team like Cincinnati ultimately to, to crash the party later on. Uh, and quite frankly, I kind of worry as it gets down to Alabama and Georgia at the end of the season, um, even if we're able to get there undefeated, both teams, like what does that do for the postseason? If like that is the ultimate, 
Like there's no disputing these two are the best two teams in the country. And if it gets that way in December, what kind of momentum can either team, uh, the winner or the loser, take into the four-team playoff, presuming both of them get in? But uh, I like what I've seen now out of Alabama so far. I think we've got some room to grow. Uh, I'm, I'm not 100% sold, but uh, sold enough to, to take them the rest of the way, that's for sure. So what I'll say to that is uh, when I'm talking about parity, I, I meant, like, not necessarily as everybody as far as with Georgia and Alabama. I just meant, like, the rest of the teams mm. that fill out the top 10, top 15, if you don't know who is really what, because you got current rankings, but those are based on what the preseason ranking started and who's moved up based on the current games played. Right. So, but you, you just don't know. You see flashes from Cincinnati. You see Notre Dame sucking more than they usually do. It's enjoyable. Um, but you you don't really know who else is going to make it. But as far as, like, Jordan, Alabama, my fear is this. I heard it said today, and this is, makes so much sense to me. You get, okay, let's just assume Georgia and Alabama make the SEC championship together. That, that's what we're, the assumption we're going on because that's what makes sense at this point, just saying. Right. Georgia wins. Alabama still goes to the playoff. Pretty sure that happens because they're Alabama. But if if Georgia loses in the SEC championship, does Georgia still go to the playoff? Not I should so. they, but do they? The committee has shown, and I'm not saying that Alabama hasn't. I mean, Alabama gets this because of the program they are, but they have shown a more of a bias to put Alabama in with a loss versus an uh, unbeaten team mm-hmm. because they're Alabama, which granted they're the most, the winningest program in history. So I'm not saying they shouldn't be. I'm just saying that they may not award that to someone else who might should be as well. I think that as it stands today, you can't deny that the two best teams in the country. They could change. Opinions could change all that. But as of right now, I don't think anybody's that's really thinking about it is not putting them as the top ten teams. I think um, the I think the question is um, how many undefeated teams are there at the end of the season? Um, yeah, if that's there, true. If there are four undefeated teams, conference champions, I think they all get in. Period. Like I, I, just, well, I don't I don't I don't think I don't think they're going to leave you know an undefeated Penn State out or an undefeated. Uh, Cincinnati or Iowa, um, Cincinnati's uh, um, they're they're not Power Five, but they beat a Notre Dame, which everybody thinks is great, but they're not that great. Um, but like, it's it's theirs for the taking. I mean, they they can they can coast to the playoffs as long as they just you know beat who the rest of the teams on their schedule. They got SMU, um, and Temple is a good yes. team. UCF, I don't know if they're good this year or not. Um, no. But, you know, Temple and SMU are both, uh, you know, t- 
tough teams, but I mean, they should be able to beat them. So like, I I don't see any of the top, like Oklahoma, if Oklahoma runs the table, I don't think they will, but if they're undefeated now, if you, if you're sitting there with, you know, Alabama undefeated, um, an undefeated, you know, Penn state and Cincinnati, and then you've got a bunch of one loss teams. I think Georgia sneaks back in there. I mean, because mm-hmm. especially if they have a good showing against Alabama, and especially if some of the teams that Georgia beats on their way there has a good season, like if Arkansas goes on to, you know, win eight nine games, and and Florida, you know, doesn't crap the bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I'm saying like all the teams that Georgia beats. You know, if they have a good showing for the rest of the year, like yeah, it's only gonna it's all it's gonna do is uh is boost their resume. And so yeah, I, I the odds are they're both gonna get in because odds are you're not gonna have four undefeated teams at the end of the year. Well see that's what scares me because I think okay, you got Penn State Iowa playing this week, for instance. One of those is gonna lose, right? Yep. Chances are they're probably going to be playing each other again in the Big Ten Championship, which means the other one's probably going to get an L because the losers are probably going to win that rematch. Um, which then puts both of them with one loss. I guarantee you Oklahoma's going to lose a game. I, whether it's Texas or someone else, I just think I don't think they run the table this year. Um, Michigan's still going to lose to Ohio State. Probably. <laughs> what's um, funny about Michigan, though, it, it, what's funny about Michigan is, you know, historically, they've always been known as blue bloods of college football. But now we're in uh, week six, and they're 5-0, and oh, and they've, they've beaten people pretty handily, and they've beaten good teams like Wisconsin and um, I think Washington. Um, but they're sitting yeah. there just barely in the top ten. They're ranked ninth because the because the voters finally understand that Michigan is never going to be elite under Jim Harbaugh. So they're just waiting. <laughs> they're just waiting for him to lose. So they're just keeping him right there, right there at the corner of the top ten. I know you're five and zero. Oh, you've beat some good teams, but we're not just going to put you up there. We're going to put Iowa and Penn State and Ohio State with one loss ahead of you out of your own conference. <laughs> It's just, it's hilarious. Well, what scares me is that scenario happening with all those teams getting an L, and then so you get Cincinnati in there, because I have a feeling they'll probably run the table and make the playoffs. Uh, I think at this point, depending on the resumes, I think they have a strong chance, if undefeated, to get in. Um, especially with the way it is thick. But I'm afraid if Georgia wins the SEC championship, then all I'm afraid all hopes for national championship go out the window. Because I am not confident Georgia can beat Alabama twice. And that's that's what I fear, is that we'll win the SEC championship and then lose in the national championship, which would just be like the biggest – excitement for the biggest letdown. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I what I could reasonably see 
if it stays the way it has been and we could go to the extreme of saying, regardless of what else happens, Alabama and Georgia win the rest of their games by double digits, like two, three touchdowns. No matter who they play, that's just the way it is. And then in December, if you have something like we had at the end of the 2018 season, right, where you know if if Bama mounts the the comeback in the fourth quarter and wins, I think even in that situation, the capital that Georgia will have built up over the course of the season would very likely keep them in the top four, especially with stats like 23 points in five games. I've, I've heard uh, that goes back to, what, 1937, since they've had a defense that stingy with points. I mean, insane. Now, if you add on top of that, Clemson rebounds, which, you know, is still, you know, a ways out. But if Clemson rebounds and wins the ACC again, and at the end of the season you're looking at maybe a top 12 Clemson team that's an ACC champ in Georgia – just lost a, a conference championship to Alabama has that kind of win over a, t- a top 10 program. Right. I, I think that's going to count in their, um, in their favor when the committee comes together, because you'll have teams uh, like Cincinnati who maybe their best win is over a Notre Dame team, which is floating somewhere around 15. Right. And oh, by the way, Notre Dame doesn't play for a conference championship this year because it's not a COVID impacted season. Right. So Cincinnati's going to have some problems there. And I think really if BYU continues to uh, go, if BYU finishes undefeated, I think they pass Cincinnati. I don't think Cincinnati is going to be a problem um, for any of the top four teams, honestly. I, th- I think they've hit the Boise State ceiling. I-, I don't see them getting any higher than fifth unless just complete chaos reigns and continues through the rest of the season. If we have like a 2007 type issue where number two teams are losing back to back to back to unranked teams just on a rotating basis and then conference championship weekend, everything falls apart. Uh, and I think that, that was the year what two loss LSU got to play for the national title in the BCS. Mm-hmm. Like it would take something like that for Cincinnati uh, to, to jump ahead. And I'm with y'all. I don't see any of the other – power five teams finishing undefeated i just don't have uh enough uh faith in the consistency of any of them well the the thing is the only one i could conceivably see happening would be iowa um because they play in the weaker part of the big 10 um because penn state has to play michigan and ohio state um i guess iowa does have to play penn state so they'd have to you know, get past that. But then after that, they can pretty much coast. I mean, I mean, Wisconsin is not that good this year. Um, of course they could give them a run for their money, but you know, they've got a pretty good uh, schedule ahead of them. So I could conceivably see Iowa as an undefeated team at the end of the year. But they, like, like I said, they have to get past two, uh, big 10 East teams, one in Penn state and one in the, the championship game. So um, I think they have the best chance. Uh, Oklahoma. I don't, I don't see Oklahoma being undefeated. Even if they beat Texas this weekend, I see them screwing something up at some point down the road. Like it's just, 
it always happens. And it might be against the worst team in the Big Ten, but they'll do it. Like, I don't, I, I don't understand. Like, how, it's because they never have a defense, I guess. I don't know. Um, it almost happened with Kansas State over the weekend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's don't forget about Tulane either. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, it's just, I, I, you're, you're right. I don't see any of these teams being undefeated. Um, BYU, you're, you're, you're probably right about them because the Mountain West is significantly stronger than the AAC, in my opinion. Um, uh, the BYU's independent. That's right. They are independent. That's right. But yeah, they, they play a lot. Like, they they play a lot of Mountain West teams, though. I I don't know. The next four weeks, they've got Boise State at home. Then they go to Baylor, to Washington State, and then Virginia comes home. Okay. And they finish the season at USC. Okay, so they've got a heck That's, of a schedule. Yeah. So if they win out, yeah, they're in easily. But they, but that's a that's a rough schedule to win out with. That's a big if. <laughs> that's a big that's a big <laughs> if, man. I would it be funny if they like if they won out except they lost to somebody like Georgia Southern. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> just wow. That would be a the Mormon thing to do. Um, yeah. Let's. Uh, <laughs> What else we got? What else we got? Um, uh, let's just let's go over the uh, scores from this past week. We had. As, oh yeah, we we started with that. Never finished. As we discussed, Arkansas and Georgia. Georgia wins thirty-seven nothing, but that's the last time we need to talk about that. Uh, Tennessee beats Missouri in Columbia, sixty-two twenty-four. Uh, South Carolina beats Troy. From down in South Alabama, twenty-three to fourteen. Um, Alabama beats Ole Miss, forty-two to twenty-one. Kentucky beats Florida in a beautiful fashion, twenty to thirteen. Um, I, I'll, I'll be honest; I, I was kind of hoping Kentucky would win this game, and it was getting down to the nitty-gritty. And I thought that uh, Florida was going to tie it up there at the end. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, man, if this goes to overtime, Florida wins this game, period. Um, They're just, they've got, historically, they're built better. I just, I think if it comes to a shootout, I think Florida wins this game. So I was really happy that Kentucky won it in regulation. Um, Anyway. Real quick, shout out to Kentucky there. Did did y'all watch the end of the game? Were you able to, to see the end of it? Yeah, I watched it. Eight plays inside the ten. Yeah, Kentucky held. That, that is insane. Ex- I don't care who you are. Yeah, yeah. When whenever they had um, they had held them, and then they had that penalty as a pass interference penalty. Yep. And so it was just gave like, them four more downs. I was like, what I, keep, I keep trying to tell people. People won't listen to me. That's a good team. Yeah. They just keep making stupid mistakes. Yeah. It's not. It's mental errors it's, and little things that they just need to clean up. <clears throat> the sloppiness is all they need to clean up. If they do that, I mean, it's a really good football team. Yeah, I, I could... said it. I'll say it until I'm blue in the face that Stoops is an underrated coach. Oh, 100% underrated. Yeah, I could see yeah. them sitting here at the end of the year with one loss. I mean, how how amazing would that be? Like I told, I told one of our. Tennessee fans in the tavern, they could easily win 10 or 11 games if everything goes right. 
And he's like, oh, there's no way. They're Kentucky. They'll always be Kentucky. They, they can't win more than eight games ever. I'm like, they have. <laughs> Well, you know what? Tennessee. You know what? Your Tennessee and your Philip Fulmer days are over. You're never getting back to that ever, ever, ever. Stop thinking that you are. I'm done with Tennessee. They're never going. They're they're never coming back. Anyway, (laughs) sorry. It just it 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 drives me crazy because I'm like, you say that just because you don't like them and because you've beaten them in the past. They're showing you right in front of your face if you watch them. They're a good team. That's what I tried to make the case that when your turnover margin is minus nine, you can be really good and lose games. Yeah. So the fact that they barely beat Chattanooga, to me, they still lost the turnover batter. Battle. I can not even talk there. No, they, I, was, I was talking about Tennessee. I wasn't. No, I understand, yeah, okay, I understand okay, that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, the criticism of Kentucky, if people actually watch the game that they're playing, Will Levis is playing well. Chris Rodriguez is freaking insane. <clears throat> that defense is pretty good. The defense is really good. <laughs> like, yeah. like you said. And, and they have yeah. a good offensive line, too. Like, they've got some talent there. They're, it's yeah. a good football team. So Absolutely. I would not be surprised if, you know, like I said, I said at the end of the year, I think they could probably finish the – Second in the East, and I still hold to that. Yeah. And who do they have left other than Georgia? Which... Yeah. So I mean, it's not it's not far fetched to think that they could, st- like I said, be sitting here at the end of the year and having one loss against Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because honestly, they are better than everybody else that they're going to play. Like, if if they do have another loss, it's because they screwed themselves. Um, and then we we got uh, Mississippi State uh, beats Texas A and M twenty six to twenty two. Yeah, <sighs> I don't know about A and M these days, man. I think they're just. Uh, I think I think we broke their spirit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. Like I just. Yeah. Uh, they they had this edge beating us eight years in a row, um, and then we finally broke that. And I'm telling you, it's not going to be another eight years in a row. <laughs> Just saying, uh, this is it's going to get back to normal. Um, it's going to be get, get back to Arkansas dominating A and M like we always have. Anyway, uh, next we've got Vandy. <laughs> Vandy beats UConn. Who hasn't won a game all year, and who knows when? Why start now? Yeah, why start now? I don't. Who knows when the last time they actually won a game was? I mean, I'm not going to look back at last season, but I'd be venture to say that they probably lost their last four or five last year. So anyway, um, they probably have a streak longer than uh, you know Alabama's winning streak. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're the Northwestern of the '90s. Okay. Here's the question. Which one's harder to do, to go undefeated or to go 0-12? Oof. Well, ask Kansas Jayhawks and then ask Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Yeah, I think as many times as we've seen it happen, uh, what Florida International did it um, about a decade or so ago. UConn did it a few years ago. I think that's why Randy Edsel found his way out the door. Uh, Temple, I think it was 
close to it if they didn't go over. I think there's probably been five or six over teams in the last, say, dozen years or so, dozen and a half. So it um, makes you think that it's easier to 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 win every for to win every all of your games than it is to lose all of them. Because yeah, like if you're really trying, like you're gonna you know mess around and win one game because uh, you hardly ever see people getting going zero and twelve. You see people going wow. undefeated every year. Blind squirrel. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. blind squirrel. So anyway, uh, Vandy beats uh, UConn by two points. I'm sorry if you're beating a, a team that's zero and five by two points, you you just don't deserve to be in the SEC or any respectable conference. Um, Auburn. Hey man, they're only like 14 years removed from a BCS bowl. That's true. 14 years? Yeah, I mean that yeah, long. No, it's a what? Oh eight, oh nine, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Anyway, and then lastly, we've got Auburn uh, beating LSU. And I didn't watch this game, but apparently Bo Nix just played completely out of his head. (laughs) Like, I've heard people compare him to Johnny Football, and I'm like, what? (laughs) No, no, no. The the comparison is Bo Nix is either Johnny Manziel at Texas A&M or Johnny Manziel at the Cleveland Browns. There is no (laughs) in-between. That's how this works. That's hilarious. Yeah. Did you watch it, Wes? Your wife is an Auburn fan. I assume so. Yeah. I I dozed off. I I was tired. I was out running errands and working a lot uh, Saturday. But when I sat down and watched it, it, I I would wake up and see a little bit of a drive. And I actually saw right after that play happened live. Like the celebration on the TV is what woke me up. And I was like, well, what? Oh, dude. He really did that, huh? Is that Bo Nix? Same guy who got benched last week? Okay. I, I guess that's the thing now. And uh, then it was 19 to uh, 10, and I was in the fourth quarter, and I was thinking, ah, now they don't have it. And I closed my eyes and woke up the next morning. I've got text. Go, hey, did you see the end of the game? I was like, no, but apparently I was wrong. Auburn won. What do you know? I actually picked Auburn. Oh, I did. Okay, I was – but when I was actually watching it, and it's 19 to 10 in the fourth quarter, yeah. and they haven't done much the entire second half, I'm thinking, ah, well, we're done here. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, what's next, Rob? We're doing the um, the Mad Hatter pick of the week. Yeah. Um, before we go into picks in general. Um, I think we pretty much kind of cover our thoughts on this, but how do y'all think the East and the West are going to finish, like, 1-7? to Ooh. That's a good question. Well, I still think uh, Alabama's going to finish tops in the West. Um, I'm I'm ready to to rethink my preseason pick of Florida finishing at the top of the East. (laughs) I think I'm officially ready to backtrack on that. One. <laughs> that's a, that's um, a safe bet. Yeah, um, I think probably the the easiest one to pick right now, honestly, would be the West, and I think it's going to end up um, Alabama, um, Ole Miss, Arkansas, um, then 
LSU, Mississippi State, and A&M. No, wait, I missed Auburn in there. Uh, I'll put Auburn about midway. So, what, Alabama, uh, Miss, uh, Ole Miss, Arkansas. We'll put Auburn in there, and then LSU, Mississippi State, and A&M. That's, that's how I see it playing out in the West. What about you, JB? Uh, depends on what happens this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Alabama number one, obviously. Um, Arkansas and Ole Miss play each other this weekend. They play in Oxford. So, really, you know, even what happens this weekend might not even, you know, tell us anything because, you know, it's in Oxford. It could be a shootout. Who knows? Um, I think mm-hmm. Ole Miss plays to our strength on defense. Um, I think we're better. Uh, I think our pass defense is a lot better than our run defense. Uh, the only thing that could hurt us would be Matt Carell's legs. Um, yep. So, yeah, I, I just because I'm, I'll, I'll go ahead and be a homer and say I'll put Arkansas a second, um, even if they lose this weekend, because um, I still think we've got eight or nine wins in us and. I think I can I can see Ole Miss, you know, screwing something up down the road, you know. So, um, and I'll put Ole Miss at third. And I guess I'm going to have to put Auburn at fourth. And, you know, I'm going to say, yeah, let's look, give me Mississippi State. And, yeah. I'll say A and M. I'll say A and M bounces back, and then put LSU at the very bottom. <laughs> now, oh, that'd be funny. LSU beat Mississippi State head to head. They did. So you still think LSU is going to finish at the bottom of the West? That's a good point. Uh, Mississippi State, their only claim to fame is beating A and M by four. But LSU yep. barely beat Mississippi State. So, I mean, those three teams. Mississippi State's still got Kentucky on the schedule, too. That's true. Those three. They've got, they've got Kentucky, Arkansas, and Ole Miss. Listen, man, it's a pick em between <laughs> Mississippi State, Texas A&M, and LSU at the bottom. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I, think you're right. I don't I don't care who's at, who's at the bottom. One of those teams will be at the bottom for sure. Um, <laughs> and then the it's East. It's a raffle. It's yeah. like t- Tennessee, Kentucky, and Vanderbilt of old. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, and then in the East, yeah, I've got Georgia, and I'm going with Kentucky, man. Um, yeah. I think they finished strong. I think 10 wins is the floor for them. Like, and that's and that's if they don't find a way to to beat themselves in another game. I, I think they I think they get at least 10 wins this year. Um, and then. I'm gonna have to go to Florida because they're they're still Florida. Them even though they're one and two in the SEC, they've lost to two really good teams in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm putting Florida at third, and then I'm going with South Carolina, and then uh, ten or yeah Tennessee, and then Missouri, and then Vandy. I can't. I, I, I can't with Vandy, man. I can't. <laughs> so I'll say Georgia, Kentucky, Florida. Honestly, I think Tennessee is going to be South Carolina, as much as I hate to say it. So I'm going to put them four. 
I, I still don't think they're good. I just think South Carolina's not that good either. Um, so I'll say Georgia, Kentucky, Florida, Tennessee, uh, South Carolina, Missouri, Vanderbilt, and then Alabama, Ole Miss, Arkansas, although I can see that going the other way as well. Ole Miss and Arkansas are two and three, one way or the other. Uh-huh. And then I'll put – what the heck? Let's go Mississippi State for uh, LSU 5, A&M. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> you meant Mississippi State 5? Hold on. It'll be five, uh, five, six, and seven is where we're at. He carried the two. No, <laughs> I'm not – I am not putting Auburn fourth. I don't care. Oh, okay. I'm not standard deviation. I I started at the beginning saying they were last in the West or sixth or something like that. I'm not. No, I think. Common core. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, man. Go ahead. I'll put Mississippi State, Auburn, LSU. Still hard. That puts A&M last. I don't know if I think we're that bad. The West is just strong, man. I don't like, know. I, I can't. Yeah. I just can't. I don't know who's going to win a week to week. Like, between those four. The, the top three are easy to pick. Yeah. But it's, a, it's a very clear just, difference I between the top three and the bottom four. Like, it's I can't, stark. I can't do it. She's still. I just can't. But, um, anyway, let's move on to that because I can't do it. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't do my picks for the East Division, but I'll say Tennessee finishes at the bottom of the East. <laughs> they beat Missouri. They won't win another conference game. I hope you're right. I like that pick. <laughs> the rest, I don't care how it shakes out. Tennessee's finishing in the cellar. I really hope that's true. But let's move on to picks. Uh, y'all guys from Matt Hatters this week. Mad Hatter. I do, and it's going to be an SEC game, so I'll break it out when we do regular picks. Fair enough, JV. Uh, let me pull it back up. Oh, is yours an SEC game? Uh, no, it's not. Um, although, although I could say one, but I think Wes is going to pick the SEC game that I was thinking of. Um, my Mad Hatter of the week is going to be Stanford. Uh, they're a twelve-point underdog. At Arizona State, who's ranked 22nd in the country, they're four and one. Arizona State's a good team. Um, they've had a um, a good season. They just come off a, a big win against UCLA, um, and they've beaten you know BYU. So I mean, they're Stanford came off a big win recently too, didn't they? Exactly. That's my, that's my point. Stanford beat the number three team in the nation. So in, in overtime, like in. A, a, a shootout victory against them. So I, I like them coming in with confidence um, after – I'm sorry, man. You just beat Oregon. Like, that's some confidence right there. You're, you're bringing that into the next – and it's only six days in between those games because they're playing on Friday night instead of Saturday. So, yeah, I, I, I really like Stanford in this game. Um, historically – right. That was almost my pick. That's that's a good one, JB. They have, I'm going with that one too. Yeah, Are you going with them outright? Yeah, it's an outright win. Yeah, I think okay. I think they, yeah, definitely covers spread. But I think they win the game. So, 
Isn't that the point of the Mad Hatter pick? You pick the, the super it underdog is, to pull the is, upset? Yeah, yes, exactly. I'm, I'm going with that as well. Um, the only reason I asked that is because I didn't pick the that. same team. <laughs> I had already picked that before you said that. But anyway, um, I, I guess. Can you tell we've been um, doing this show together for a long time. We're picking the same <laughs> games. <laughs> stop, stop interrupting me, guest. Uh, I'm not a guest. Not you, Wes. Stop looking at me, Swan. <laughs> Stop looking at me, Swan. Uh, uh, anyway. Oh, shampoo is better. Uh, go on. Uh, go ahead and finish Don't with your reason for picking Stanford. Go ahead. You're going to make me point that whole thing. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to pick the, that game as well. Uh, the reason that I asked that question is because I didn't make that abundantly clear, I guess, because last week... Hanson picked the favorite team not to cover. So, um, lame. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't make that clear enough. Not like having that. him back on the show anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to go Stanford without upset. And, uh, yeah, I agree. I think, I think they're riding that hot For streaker, sure. that hot, that, um, confidence. The show. And, uh, I think they get that done. Wes, we'll let you do yours while we uh, make the picks. So let's roll right into that. Um, let's just do this a quick pick because we don't know who's going to win this game. Does Florida cover the 38 against Andy? Yes. Yes. It could be eight, it could be 83, and I'd probably still pick it. I, I think so. Yeah, after after suffering the the loss at Kentucky, they're going to be Jones and to get back. And um, pardon the pun, but Jones is going to be wanting to get back. Uh, I, I think they're going to go wild. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him put uh, 50, 60 points on Vandy and hold them to a goose egg. Yep. So Emory's going to be Jones and yep. All right. Um, let's see. All right. South Carolina versus Tennessee. You didn't Tennessee tell us. You didn't tell us if you think Florida's going to cover. Yeah, no, come on. I, I, I do. I thought that was given, but anyway. Okay. Wait, I thought I just said that. It was anyway. Maybe not. Whatever. Um, I just kind of agreed with y'all, but yeah. Anyway, South Carolina goes to Knoxville to play in that awful stadium of Neyland. Um, Garbage truck worker convention. Yeah, Nayland Stadium. Yeah, if you sat in there, you know how bad it is. Um, never been so crowded in my life. Um, that's how they fit over 100,000 seats in there, by the way. Mm-hmm. They crowd the living crap out of it. But anyway, South Carolina goes to Tennessee. Tennessee is a 10.5 point favorite. What do y'all think of this one? I like South Carolina, man. I'm not going to lie, I do. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I just. I don't know, man. I. I think that that huge victory at Mizzou was a flash in the pan. Um, South Carolina, they played well against Kentucky. They beat Troy, which is historically a pretty daggum good team. Not not necessarily this year. Um, and then you know they, they haven't really done a whole lot. But I just I still like them as a more complete team than Tennessee. I think Tennessee is just kind of playing 
out of their heads last week, and I just I don't see it happening again this week. They're coming back home to their home crowd, and I think they're I think they I think they crap the bed. So, Wes, Wes, what about you? I figured this was going to be your Mad Hatter pick, and and uh, I, I took it in honor of McLeod, who couldn't be here today. I'm rooting for his Gamecocks to pull the upset. They're going to be my Mad Hatter pick. Uh, I Tennessee hate you. starts the. <laughs> I was gonna switch mine to that since you were complaining, and you picked. Well, that. to be fair, to be fair, my backup or or the one I was originally gonna pick was Stanford over ASU. <laughs> that's hilarious. I saw that South Carolina was more than a ten point dog, and I was like, that's that's the way I'm gonna make it up to McLeod. Uh, I want to see the the Gamecocks uh, w- win a, a competitive game uh, in conference away from home. And uh, to to shut the crowd up at Neyland Stadium would be fantastic. So, give me the Cox. Yeah, and I was originally going to pick Tennessee. Uh, what fun is that? No one wants to pick them. <laughs> I'll never pick Tennessee. Here's the Just thing. Here's, here's a really funny thing to me. On our pick em, Tennessee is a 95.21% favorite are you freaking kidding me cool story bro <laughs> what how i'll, I'll take the i'll take the less than five percent odds there because i don't believe that's the case we're all going game cocks let's move on you know what hold on hold on hold on i gotta just back up for a second like we spend a lot of time discussing football every week and so i guess we've kind of have very similar opinions, but I think it's hilarious that all three of us were going to pick between these two games (laughs) to be our, to be our uh, dogs, our Mad Hatters of the week, because I was seriously, I was thinking, I'm thinking South Carolina versus Tennessee, but I was like, no, I'm not going to make that my Mad Hatter because I bet Wes is going to do that because he hates Tennessee so much. (laughs) And so, (laughs) so I went ahead and and made uh, the other game. Plus, you know, it's, it's fun to do a non SEC game. So I went ahead and did that. So, yeah, that's just hilarious that all three of us were looking at the exact same two games. For real, though, who doesn't hate Tennessee? Except for Tennessee fans. That's that's pretty much true, I, yeah. I, I mean, like, Fair. it's just, they like that. But anyway, uh, let's move on. They like to brag about beating us in 1998 when literally we tripped over a piece of grass and lost the game. They didn't beat the us. Grass monkey. Like, they did not beat us. We <laughs> we crapped the bed, and they took advantage. Like, uh, anyway, anyway, whatever. Let's go. Move on. All right. Um, so, North Texas plays at Mizzou. Uh, Missouri's a 19-point favorite. What do you all think on this game? Does Mizzou bounce back? As long as North Texas doesn't do any fake punt return things, uh, <laughs> I think Mizzou bounces back and wins uh, and, and covers the 19 point spread. I think I think they're mad after last week. I, I don't I don't think they're gonna be like down in the dirt like like Texas A&M was last week. Uh, I think they come out and and take care of business at home. So probably it's probably their uh, homecoming if I'm not mistaken. I mean, why wouldn't you schedule North Texas at home? Yeah. I don't know. I think your Tennessee schedules. Or no, Vanderbilt. They schedule Georgia. That's true. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going Mizzou, and I say they cover. 
I'm going to say Mizzou wins, but they don't cover. Uh, North Texas has had some pretty bad games, but last week they played a pretty good La Tech team close to a one-touchdown loss. And uh, quite frankly, I don't know what's going on with Missouri, um, but after um, after getting bludgeoned by a dumpster fire, I just don't have any faith to uh, in them to win a game by more than two touchdowns. Okay. I agree with JV. I'll say they cover. I think the piss, uh, like when you get beat down by almost 40 points, that's embarrassing. You yeah, but when you home. suck, you can't do much to, about it. To somebody as bad as Tennessee, yeah, that's even more embarrassing. And to look <laughs> yes. up. After you, after being knocked down and look up, see that ugly orange in front of you, it's just ugh. Yeah. I mean, talk talk about a, a being sick, like ugh. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man. I'd rather have COVID. Good <laughs> <laughs> Better chance uh, of surviving COVID than uh, the embarrassment of losing to Tennessee. <laughs> having to stare right into their jerseys. These are so bright. Um, anyway, Alabama goes on the road to play A&M and our 17 and a half point favorite. What do y'all think? All day. Give me back the points. Yeah, all day. I agree. All right. <laughs> Let's um, Georgia goes on the road to Auburn. There's a 14 half point favorite. JB, what you think? Uh, my uh, guy that works with me, who's a big Auburn fan, he said he was talking about how he was listening to the radio and they were talking about how uh, Georgia's going to have their hands full with Auburn. And even he was like, what are they smoking to think that Georgia's going to have their hands full with Auburn? Like, first of all, we don't know which Bo Nix is going to show up. Um, right. and, and even if, even if the good one shows up, he may just show up for a half. So, you know, a half of a game is not going to be enough to beat Georgia. So like, yeah, <laughs> give me Georgia all day, man. Like Georgia goes into the plains. They take care of business. They covered the 14 and a half point spread. Auburn is not what LSU thinks they are. Cause LSU is not that good either. Just saying, move on. Wes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Georgia wins. I also think they're going to cover, but um, I, I think Auburn is going to put up uh, more points on Georgia than they've had uh, in any single game this season. South Carolina put, what, 13 on the board? I, th- I think Auburn will get to 14, maybe even 17, but Georgia's going to score just way too many points to make it close. Well, here's the deal. It, I don't know if y'all listened to last week's cast, but I straight up went after Harson for firing their wide receiver coach yep. after four games because, to me, that's the sign of a guy who's not going to make it at the SEC level. And Pruitt did the same thing with, I believe it was his defensive coordinator at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said when Harrison got fired, I didn't think he was going to make it in the SEC. I stand by that wholeheartedly. 
I just don't think he's got chops. Um, and I don't think Auburn's that good. Like, here's the thing. Bo Nix is predicated on the fact that he can run. If K.J. Jefferson can't run on Georgia, the heck if Bo Nix can. Bo Nix is terrible when he gets pressure. Mm-hmm. How many hurries and sacks is Georgia getting? We're going to be putting pressure on him all day. This ain't going to be pretty, fellas. Yeah. Georgia covers easily. Yeah, that, that... I, I heard I heard a prediction today that Georgia blanks Auburn and doesn't let them score. Honestly, after the last week, I wouldn't be surprised if Arkansas can't score on Georgia. Why should Auburn be able to? The only reason I see Auburn doing anything is for the mere fact that it's the Deep South Coast rivalry, and they put up a fight. Yeah, but it's still not going to be pretty. Yeah, and it, it is yeah. it is in the plains too, so crazy things happen down there. Uh, Although historically in the last ten twenty years, Georgia's played better in the plains against Auburn than Athens. Yeah. So there's that too. I'm curious um, as to your thoughts as um, a uh, a Georgia fan. Do do you think Smart's going to have a defensive game plan for both quarterbacks? Is he gonna? Uh, is this gonna be a situation where if Bo's not performing, they can take him out after halftime, and you see kind of an offensive resurgence in the second half, or mix it up and Bo Nix doesn't get the start and come out and do something early on? I mean, honestly, like I, I don't know the answer to that specifically, but I just think Georgia's shown their defense is prepared for whatever right now. Like, so they're ready to play a backup quarterback for once. If it were Al, if it were Al Ramos backup quarterback, I'd probably say no. I don't think family's good enough to make a difference. Um, I just I had to set that one up. That's all. No, I mean that's fair. Like, I guess I mean honestly, when Arkansas's backup quarterback came in, I, for a second I was like, oh crap! I'm not gonna lie, but. As much as I think T.J. Finley is a better quarterback than Bo Nix, I don't think either one of them is going to make much of a difference against Georgia. I just don't think either one of them is that talented. Uh, Bo Nix is a good athlete, but under pressure, he's absolutely terrible. Um, and, I mean, I don't think J.T. is going to play this Saturday, so that could play into our offense a little bit. I don't think they're going to really put a stop to us, especially if we get, you know, we could. There's a potential we'll have Blaylock back. Potential uh, Darnell Washington will play. He played a little bit last week, but was limited, um, I think. And then, like, I don't remember two of our other receivers that may get to play as well. Arian Smith, one of them, who's a speed demon. Um, and then I don't remember who else, but. Like, as we start getting guys back, our offense is just going to keep picking up. So, um, yeah. I appreciate the love for KJ, by the way. Dude, KJ is really talented. You know? Yeah. I, I, like I said, I, I still believe in a lot. I don't, I don't know what happened, man. Like, Georgia's a good team, but I, I think so, – I don't know. I think mentally – KJ, I don't think he's mentally prepared on – 
to be the guy at this level, at least not now. Um, because because I think he I think he shut down the Georgia game. He shut down the first half of uh, the Rice game, and I guess I guess Pittman and his crew rattled something in him, and and he came out playing stronger. But he's been playing better every single week, and I think with Georgia it was just like I said, you know, deer in the headlights. <laughs> like um, I think he's talented. Georgia. I think he's more talented than Bo Nix. Period. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think Georgia just this year gets more pressure on the quarterback than they have in, I don't know how many years. That front seven is just nasty. We have a really good pass rush. So I think that's just the difference, honestly. I don't take anything away from Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to be really good in the future. Yep. Um, all right, next we have... LSU traveling to Kroger Hill in Bryson, uh, Kentucky. Kentucky <laughs> is favored by three. What's uh? What's Kroger's um tagline? Count on us. Yeah, you can count on Kentucky winning winning this game and covering that three point spread. Come on, man. Their world's better than LSU. Like. It's not it's not even close. Like it may be a close game, but I don't think there's any doubt that Kentucky's the better team than LSU. Like this is yeah. it's pathetic. Unless the bluegrass happens again, then yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. Uh yes. Man, I'm I'm looking not just at this game, <clears throat> but after the loss against Auburn last week, you've got Kentucky this week, then Florida, then Ole Miss, then a bye, then Alabama, then Arkansas. I think LSU might legitimately be looking at a six-game losing streak in the conference, and you're going to start to see Chiswick levels of unrest in Baton Rouge, and that's going to start with probably a two- to three-touchdown drubbing at the hands of Kentucky at home this week. These guys are going to be ready to play, ready to get psyched up and to challenge Georgia for the East, and LSU is not going to stand in their way. No, and I think you think about Kentucky mentally right now. As little as they've beaten Florida over the last 35 years, they are absolutely jacked right now. Mm -hmm. Like, they could not be more jacked up. Um, mentally, they are like ready to go face anybody. Yeah, I think they win. That spread is ridiculous. Easily covered that. <laughs> like, I could see Kentucky winning by ten or more points potentially. Um, just depends on if they win with their turnovers. You know what's funny is. Um... We we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. Who's the most uh, who who's the worst national championship winning coach between Gene Chizik and Ed Orgeron? And we kind of debated back and forth to that. And dude, Ed Orgeron is looking at having the exact same thing happen to him two years after winning the national championship. Mm-hmm. You know, winning three or four games like it could legitimately happen. Like they've got, yeah. they've got, they've got ULM as the only surefire, surefire win 
this for the the rest of the way, and, and even that, you know, <laughs> could go either way. <laughs> like, Another seven overtime game against A and M to end the season, and he might be gone. Seriously, man. If... Here's what I'll say about Chiswick: those that can't do, he ain't coaching anymore. So we'll just say that about Chiswick. <laughs> technique right he flames out in the nfl spectacularly and then comes and rebuilds uh, a once strong college football team except he's what? crashing harder so that he can win better oh my goodness or he'll go to usc and ruin his entire career and never be good again but i don't know worked for lane kiffin Alabama owes everything to Nick Saban going to the NFL and bombing out because if he hadn't had done that, he'd probably still be at LSU right now. <laughs> hey, man, he's he's the best coach to ever lose to uh, UAB. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the pocket game. <laughs> Arkansas travels to Ole Miss, <clears throat> and Ole Miss is favored by six points at home. Wes. Oh, why are you going to put that on me first? I wanted JB to talk about Arkansas so I can make up my mind. <laughs> well, uh, he has his team. I'll let you go first. Yeah, two, two teams that lost um, in high-profile games last week. One of them wants to stop the bleeding. The other one does, I mean, neither one of them want to start a losing streak after uh, being either in the top ten or so close to it. I think because Ole Miss is the home team, I want to go them, but I like Sam Pittman. And I don't trust Lane Kiffin not to do something stupid like the popcorn comment before the Bama game. Uh, Whatever strategy they had for that game blew up as soon as they missed the first fourth down conversion. And it's like they never recovered. I see Arkansas as a more stable team. Um, they, they got shut down by a superior Georgia team, but I think Arkansas is better than what we saw last Saturday, and I think they have a better chance of rebounding this week than Ole Miss does. So let, let's get uh, Arkansas, and maybe, depending on how things shake out, maybe they sneak back into the top ten after this week. Great pick, great pick. Um, listen, uh, I'm, I'm not going to pick against Arkansas, but it, it's not necessarily because I'm a homer. Yes, I am a homer, but I'm with, I'm with you. Like I trust Sam Pittman a heck of a lot more than Lane Kiffin. Um, Lane Kiffin is a great offensive minded coach. 
Um, he's innovative. He's he's. I mean, he's going to score points. Um, the thing is, Ole Miss doesn't have a defense. Like, it's really bad. Like, it's it's sad, is what it is. Um, and I, like you said, Arkansas is the more stable team. Um, they're, I, I trust them to bounce back a heck of a lot better uh, from last week, you know, going into this week. And I like the fact that, like I said earlier, Ole Miss plays to our strengths on defense, how they like to air it out. And, you know, we're running a 3-3-5, and I, I don't think they're going to be able to do it against us. So, yeah, they'll score some points, but they won't like they want to. Um so I, I like Arkansas in this game. Uh, I think we bounce back, and uh, you know, and I could see us sneaking into the top ten, just like you said. Um, depending on what happens, I mean, that's that's a. I think right now, <clears throat> with the rankings, they're just kind of like in wait and see mode with a lot of people. Um, the fact that we're still ranked ahead of Ole Miss after getting shut out last week. Uh, makes me happy. <laughs> so, uh, at least at least the uh, voters still like us. Um, yeah, I think uh, that game against Georgia is, uh, has nothing to do with how good Arkansas is. So, agreed. Well, I agree with that statement because I said it earlier. <laughs> Got to take credit for it. Of course, um, naturally. Don't throw the ball naturally. Um, yeah. No, you throw the ball to who? <laughs> who's on second? No, who's no. on first? Um, no, um, I was honestly going to pick Ole Miss to win this. But just as I'm thinking about it, I do agree with what y'all are saying, but I also think that, like, okay, as much as I believe this has nothing to do with playing Kiffin, I believe in Matt Crowell. I think he is a great quarterback. However, last year, Arkansas, with the team that they had, forced him into, what was it, six interceptions? Mm-hmm. I think they're going to give him fits again, but I think this year is going to be enough to win the game. Um, so I think they're going to win outright, and I think it's going to be a really close game. I think it's going to come down to the wire, but I think that 3-3-5 is, what is going to do what it couldn't do against Georgia. I think it's going to give them fits. Um, I think that Ole Miss will have some effect, some ability to run the ball, but they're not going to get those down the field passes. And I think that's the difference in the game. So I'll take Arkansas. Yeah, and we actually did beat Ole Miss last year too. So, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay I, I couldn't I remember. Sorry. That's my bad. Yeah, no, that's mine. Yeah, I th- yeah. All right, three picks for Arkansas. Good, good day. Well, that was fun. Uh, we covered a lot of ground. I think we went for about an hour and fifteen minutes, and yeah. So appreciate having everybody on here. The the guest, Mr. Wes Muborn. Thank you. <laughs> and as always, Rob. Uh, who is here more than I am nowadays. <laughs> Kinda. 
I did my own show last week, so I'm still here at the same amount. So you went your own show. I went. Did you not know about that, Wes? Yeah, I did my own show. That's I don't why pay I attention to you. He only gets one day a week to do a show because you know. So he's freelancing. Well, here's the thing. I, I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. Uh, when we were four and zero and in the, ranked in the top ten, I was thinking, you know what? I've been an Arkansas fan long enough to know that this might not last. So we beat Texas. We beat Texas A&M. So I want to have a show where I get three other Arkansas fans on and we discuss everything right now when everything is wonderful and happy. And <laughs> because history shows that it doesn't last long. So that's why I did that last week because – I don't treat yourself. Treat yourself exactly. Treat yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that was good. It was a fun conversation too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, anyway, that's it for today. Um, just remember, brothers, to let your light shine before men, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. And we'll see you in the tavern. <laughs>